All right, everybody, the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast team is back this week for another episode. And certainly everybody, because the whole world was watching and we're going to immediately jump into it. Um, the conclusion of WrestleMania 40's kickoff press conference live in Las Vegas. Um, there's a lot to make with it. Um, and I'm going to start off uh, before we get into it. I just want to make sure the team is all here and everybody's doing okay. So, gentlemen, how you doing tonight, Marcellus, Will, and Jamal? Yeah, I'm not here. <laughs> I will say this. I love that Roman 49ers sweatshirt that he had coming off that plane last night. It was pretty dope. I need to oh. add that to my collection. Do you Just think that's, for, that's foretelling something this weekend, Salas? Acknowledge them, the 49ers. <laughs> I, Big I, game I, weekend. Yes, it is. Yeah, I Wait, need my what, man what Christian game? McCaffrey to get it done. Yeah. I need him to get it done. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. The Caribbean series of baseball is, is uh, ending tomorrow, and that's really all that matters. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just let you stay on Gilligan's Island there because <laughs> this is a big week in, for all things that come to Super Bowl Sunday. But Las Vegas nope. is heating up tonight uh, with the WrestleMania 40 kickoff press conference. So starting off with that, gentlemen, um, there was a lot of predictions. There was a lot of speculation. Uh, but ultimately, now that it's done, starting off with you, Marcellus, what was your instant reaction as it concluded just about 10 minutes ago? Uh, what, what, what was your first thoughts once you sat and let it kind of marinate for a moment? Uh, my first thought was actually started with, with Triple H or Paul Levesque now. Um, and when he came out and, and mentioned, once again, we know the storyline and we talked about it last week. Not going to go back into it, but you have to change the narrative of making sure this WrestleMania is about this show and nothing that's going to bring down negativity. And when Paul Levesque came up, he was talking about, oh, we're going to make sure it's a new brand of WWE. We're going to make sure it's something that we have never done before. And this whole scenario and stage setup, just being this little press conference, which I thought was going to be like a question to answer with media, but no, we in T-Mobile Arena, we have a whole crowd, like we having the, uh, like the Hall of Fame show coming out right now. That's the setup. And I'm like, okay, what's going on now? Now we're planting seeds of storyline. And then they had the teasers with the women coming in and doing their promos and promoting themselves about what's going on with their matches. But then you come to the main event. And then you have the announcement of what's going on with X and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, this is probably a prelude of what they're going to do as some of this new content they're going to come out with. And then they had the main event. And I think naturally, I think they were just trying to go back and forth on what the crowd reaction was and which way they was going to go. So if the crowd reaction had a positive when The Rock come out, okay, let's go this route. And then the crowd had a negative reaction, or we see we're going back and forth, we're going to have this route. And I think that's where the talent then comes in. When you have a Rock who's built for scenarios like this, you have Roman, Seth, and then eventually Cody that come out. And I think they naturally fed off the crowd to build a story to what they could do on Peacock to have people talking about it. But the question is, what is my overall reaction? It's still to be continued. That I want to see what's the question. I want to see how this is going to go <laughs> to see, you know, where this ends up. And right now we're just in the middle of stirring that pot to see what we're cooking up. This is going to be the final story. So once again, I'm letting the to be continued. I'm not getting too anxious. I'm not trying to go, you know, see what's going on now based on what happened tonight. It's a long journey. We're, we're going to cross country instead of doing a track meet where it's just 100 meters. We got to see how this is going to end. <laughs> Thank you, Silas, for his uh, dissertation of the Sorry. event tonight. <laughs> Sorry. I am going to give you a reaction, and my reaction is very short and sweet for what it was all built to be. T-Mobile Arena, major press conference, Super Bowl weekend. As they mentioned in the, in the pre-roll, all the media in the world is there. It while they while the energy in there is being detailed is electric via Twitter. Uh to me, it did not it 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 did not in terms of optics live up to my expectation. I was totally expecting them to go full blown press conference, everybody on the stage, mics in front of them, name tags, hmm. QA, the fans are in the crowd, they react. But the press is going to come down there 
and, and and ask some questions, build some legitimacy to this on the on the sports level and not just in the wrestling sphere. So I'm just a tad bit underwhelmed because this definitely felt like a glorified PLE pre-show. <laughs> You know what it felt like to me? It reminded me almost like of an E3 presentation where it was like they were bringing out, you know, here's oh, our rest latest peace. things. Rest in <laughs> peace, E3. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it had that different kind of feel where it was almost like a presentation as opposed to a press conference. I mean, I guess there wasn't any press involved, but I guess the press is probably being used uh, probably as we're talking right now. They're probably getting all their press stuff thrown in. But, man, that was a – we've had a wild six days. Since uh, Dwayne has uh, stuck his foot into things here. <laughs> and yeah. the story continues because clearly one way or another, The Rock is going to be involved in WrestleMania, but we still do not know tonight how that's going to work. We started out last week on uh, SmackDown after we had our show last Thursday with suddenly, oh, uh, Cody's going to step aside and The Rock's going to wrestle him. And then all hell broke loose to now it's like, no, Cody's rethought it. Cody wants Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns wants The Rock. So we got we got th- we got a triangle going on here, and still no clarity of uh, how exactly it's going to shake out. But I'll tell you this: it's damn sure interesting. They got my attention for sure. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing for me is The Rock. It was almost like a rap battle because The Rock brought props. He brought his whole, <laughs> literal whole damn family tree out there. Uh, he, you know, it, he worked the crowd. Um, <sighs> you know, he gave them the opportunity for what chance he saw. He, so, like, if you're a young wrestler out there or a young communication student or just like to watch um, how somebody can control an audience, mm-hmm. there was nothing that really happened, you know, untoward where it was, uh, like over the top or anything like that, but The Rock, with the things that he didn't say, was able to control the audience. He knew to let the crowd be the crowd. He knew that what he had to say, what his bullet points was, and he wasn't working against the crowd. He manipulated them instantly when he knew that it wasn't going the way that it was, the typical back and forth. But the long and short of it is, is that he had manipulated them instantly. And it was, you know, well, is the Rock a heel? I thought, oh. I thought we don't want Roman to win. I'm confused. And yeah, then Seth Rollins, to, Seth to Rollins is out that. there as, like, you know, the uh, the third wheel. Um, you know, which is, you know, if three is a crowd, then Rollins is, we have no idea why he's there. He got lost in the sauce afterwards. <laughs> but it, it, the whole thing was just a master class in the art of public speaking. On behalf of the Rock, um, interesting, interesting way that it went down there. As far yeah. as the actual substance, it would be interesting. You know, Cody's reaction when uh, Roman mentioned Dusty. Yeah. We know that's low hanging fruit. We know that's yeah. a low blow, and then there it is. Um, it would be obviously, how does this end? You know, how does this go? That's the question that you all want, and of course. Yeah. The elephant in the room is a federal judge that's about to send Vince McMahon to prison. (laughs) And it is very interesting right now that WWE, as far as their main event for WrestleMania, as we are in WrestleMania season, is both of these equally monumental stories. Because The Rock versus Roman Reigns was an eventuality. This is something that we've been telegraphing for years. And now that we're finally here, ironically, it's not the match that people want. Nope. It's it's also because there's a lot. I I I want to. I really want to talk about. I really do want to talk about like where do they go for? But I but I, I think we've been doing this long enough to know like do wrestling fans actually ever know what they want? And now that it's here, as you mentioned, um, there's there's two parts to this. To me, it's not that it's here. Is it clear where the path is to go? Which is great to me, because as the fan to me, I don't want to know what is to come. I'm I'm looking to be surprised about the different moving pieces. And as of right now, WWE has a great problem because they have a lot of pieces to work with. Thus, as the fan, you can sit back and watch. But then that's the problem with these new fans is because they can't predict it. They can't look to their 
they're gods of information and, and, and leaks and stuff to nail this one because there's so many things they could do. All of our predictions, we kind of went into this, which actually, let me get this comment real quick. And this comes from Jaleel saying the segment, the, the it was a fire segment in my opinion. It felt actually real. I'm not mad at that. My issue is that you're in Vegas. Invite the uncasuals to opt into this. You got all the big sports media press uh, press before, but did you execute on a sports level or did you execute in the WWE sphere? And that's where I think they still exist. The Rock, I, I guarantee the UFC is taking notes. I, for sure, because oh, they can't 100%. make stars. That's the that's the only thing. The UFC right. can't make stars, and they and WWE outside of the Super Bowl is the top tier. Is the cream of the crop when it comes down to presentation and presentee. So, like, even Disney and, De- and ESPN and all these other Boston leagues look and seeing what WWE does at all time. Even I'm probably even getting this booking in Tebow Marina doing Super Bowl weekend. How the hell did they finesse that? <laughs> and didn't even add yeah. a price tag to it. You know, this is Super Bowl weekend. Oh, yeah. Everybody has something to do. How did they get that off like, of this? Did they nowhere? sell tickets to that event? No, it was free. Only an hour open to the so. public. Free. And open to the public. And that is typical. I've been to I've been to weigh-ins and I've been to press conferences uh with the UFC. So it, it is that's that's a custom. So I, I like that. That's what I'm saying. Like when you look at what was the, the pieces they kind of laid out, I'm just surprised that they really still kept it in the wrestling sphere. I mean, even when you looked at the, the layout, you saw fans everywhere. Yeah. I Expecting yeah. to see a hardcore press area of oh. major cameras, broadcast teams, all that stuff. I was really expecting this to be their first major steps to legitimizing them as a sports entity in the in the in the sphere of entertainment and not just uh raw wrestling entertainment. Yeah, so that's the you can't do that. You can this is the difference between boxing and, and MMA is that if you have the stuff shirts out there asking their stupid questions with their clipboards, that's not what's going to attract the casual fan. What's going to attract the casual fan is 15,000 people screaming, uh, you know, we want Cody. Or 15,000 people screaming. They, they got them the on lockdown. They I got mean, them on lockdown. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. They, so, go ahead, Will. Yeah. They, one of the things they nailed was, and of course was really interested to watch this, was like, what was the reaction of the crowd going to be? Because mm-hmm. Lord knows this week, you had folks saying, the Rock's going to get booed out of the building. Everybody wants Cody. You know, The Rock's daughter was getting death threats. She was chased off Twitter and like all this drama. And you get here tonight, Rock comes out, he's treated like a god showing up, and then the crowd quickly splits and it turns into, we want Cody. No, we, no, don't. we don't. Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a 50-50 split where the no, we don't folks were just as loud as the folks chanting, we want Cody. Now, where I thought they got smart to give this a little spice, to give this a little edge, you're talking about bringing in the casuals, bringing Mm -hmm. in the sports people that were there. When they went to the part, once they got to Cody, bringing up, you know, you're you're the the high chief would be ashamed and how they didn't immediately have everything break down. They had you slowly realize, oh shit, he didn't just insult Roman. He insulted the rock. Yep. Now the literal both of them. Yeah. Yep. Now yep. both of them are against him. And like I thought that was a great touch of how Rock just slowly walked into the scene. Yeah. And kind of had that you kind of saw him realize there was like, oh no. Yeah. No, you didn't. I, you 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 really didn't just do that. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the that's the stuff that's gonna catch people. They get like, oh, oh, they, they, this is real. This is getting yeah. spicy now. I mean, that's the clip. That's the that's the clip that they're going to be able to use. Let me read a couple of comments real quick. Jaleel back saying they never know what they want. They just cry about anything on a daily basis. That's why I just play. I just let it play because you just never know, as you should, my friend. Can, can I can I add to that? Can I add to that real quick? Hold on. Let me, let, me, okay. let me read a second comment real quick. And these new fans believe every single report reported. But this whole situation <laughs> was just completely hilarious. Keep the rock, Keep a, skip the line. <laughs> Put your little uh, previous comment that you just read, uh, Nigeria, back up, because I, I do want to talk about that. Yeah. I saw that. So I think what we have is a lot of fans, and of course, a lot of our fans are on the Twitterverse, or, or excuse me, the Xverse, or whatever you want to call it. A lot of our fans are on the internet and bases. They always want to predict what it's going to happen. And sometimes the best thing to do it- is not predict. You got to let it play out just to nope. see how the story goes. Because sometimes you got to see how it ends. And then when you come back and think about it, how that process goes, 
you got to think about, oh, maybe they did do the right move, even though the script that you're trying to predict the script. is not nope. that going the right way. <laughs> hey, listen, what we do here, man. It's, it's, it's wild it's, speculation. It's, and and it's not even just that. I don't think there's anything wrong with fantasy booking and predicting. I mean, not we do all. it all the time. But, but I that's what you want to think is it has to be that or the, the buy. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Exactly, exactly. People out here be trying to sign predictions in blood, and, and then yes. after that, they're trying to resurrect things from out of the yes. crypt because it's that serious for them. I yeah, I I get it. And it's 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 just what it is nowadays. You just really got to just put yourself in smart pockets to enjoy this. Otherwise, you're just consumed. By the, the 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 almost the lust to always have to be right and have to know things what's Correct. going on behind the curtains and so on, which is just tiring to me. And even working as press, I don't even care. I draw the line from what I could know outside of what I'm just willing to go with. So, Myron Kid says, "Who's going to back up Cody against the bloodline?" Oh, that is the question we need That's to talk about. Question. So, shifting to the next part of this is, yeah. So we talked about our quick reactions. There's also some other little things to pick up from all of this. Um, the first thing I thought was interesting is Cody music. Cody didn't get his music, which Did is I, clearly way over. <laughs> but he instantly comes out and interrupt. I thought that was an interesting decision by that. I also, I think that was on purpose, rock, though. I think I that was on purpose because they were running late. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and I think the rock. I think the one thing about the rock is um, he's the boss, and I think as the boss, he feels like he potentially can control everything and or if there is anything he can assume whatever the punishment is behind it so i, I but it took him a minute to get the crowd under control though so a thousand he definitely had to like to, to let that settle because there's no way he was going to get through the program there's no way that he was going to present yeah. the physical bloodline with the crowd trying to shout him down he let him have their one chance he let him get into their own business and then he and then he rolled with it and then that yeah. took time because if cody had his actual entrance, 30, 45 seconds. Maybe he brings that damn dog out. Who knows? But the point is, is that um, the rock went long, so Cody had to get cut short. Thousand percent. I'm with you there. Um, so that was one of the big notes I picked up. I, I, I talked about uh, just the the aesthetic of the stage. You know, no seats, no 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 mics, no no any of that. Um, it, again, felt like a glorified PLE um, um, pre-show, and then. I think the pivots, which we need to talk about here, is we thought it was locked that it was going to be Roman. I'm sorry. They presented to us that it was a lock, that it was going to be Roman and The Rock. And it had the graphic up there. And in my heart, I said, oh, that's it. That's it. Ain't, ain't no coming back from that now. Cody comes out. They pivot. My biggest takeaway from all of this is that the biggest loser in all of this, which really started to sit with me and it was starting to hurt and it was gonna have me on here ranting all night is they almost truly messed up the whole purpose of the royal rumble indeed indeed yeah if you can't invest in the royal rumble if the reward of the royal rumble can just be pivoted because of star power or business correct every the 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 legitimate the, the legitimacy of it goes away even you can even question it on the uh, duality of it within the women's roster too. Can anybody else decide to do? Can Charlotte just come back and say, you know what? <laughs> I'll just jump to the head of the line. So I'm very, I'm very glad that we look like we're getting money in the bank. I mean, before money in the bank was before a WrestleMania or Elimination Chamber or all the other caveats they put in there, where the Royal Rumble didn't matter. Like you win it and then somehow you lose it. Uh, you lose the right to do a thing if you lose Elimination Chamber or if you lose. Uh, money but, in the bank or whatever. So they they definitely like the Royal Rumble was never not never, but it hasn't been the ironclad lock that it used to be. It it a it a thousand percent has been within at least the last and, and Marcel, you're the historian here, and Will. I can confidently say at least 15 years because it was at our least get appeal. you one of, get you one of the titles. Yep. Yeah, yep. it was it, yep. it was absolutely the appeal of going because you knew. That the Royal Rumble, because of it being a gimmick match and how fun it is, but you also kind of started to get that, start to, you know, get that chill in your body like, yo, th this potentially could be the match. And that's when the fan, the fandom really starts to come out. But again, if you, you mess up the legitimacy of that, just off of The Rock coming in, I mean, beyond you just not being a fan of the match or what it is, you just hold them, you can now really have no true investment into a Royal Rumble because it may never equate to anything because any pivot can happen at any time. 
And so just to, to add to that, I'm sorry, just to add to that real quick, just to go on that, I think when I felt that feeling that you just mentioned was WrestleMania 27 when Alberto Del Rio actually opened the show as the Royal Rumble rump winner when he went against Edge. And that's when I felt like, hey, you're the Royal Rumble winner, but then you open the show for, yeah. for WrestleMania? You don't mm-hmm. even main event. So that's when I started to feel that. But please continue. No, and I'm just to throw it to you all. So now we know that we got The Rock. Looks like he's turning heel. Looks like there is not a Rock versus Roman. There's not a Rock versus, uh, there's not a, um, um, excuse me. And then it looks like it's more of a Roman and the Rock, the bloodline. I mean, even the Rock pitching that this is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. There's a lot of different things I've kind of thrown in there. So to get your reactions about the developments of the night, starting off with you, Will, was there anything that you truly bought into? Or was there parts of it that you just, Kind of just felt like they were working the program tonight. Yeah, the, the the most intriguing part to me now is this idea that the Rock and Roman Reigns are aligned against Cody. That Ooh. that is the curveball that got thrown at us tonight Ooh. that I'm loving because now we got two whole months of what are they going to do? Are they going to stay on the same page? Is the Bloodline going to be hunting down Cody Rhodes? We, I mean. Is how does the rock figure into this damn title picture and all this? Are we building to a three way? Are we building to something like a two night deal where, like, on night one, you do one match and then you do the other match the second night? There's there's options here. Like you were saying, the best situation that WWE is in right now is they have options and they got two months to explore them. So, Will, do do you think Rock and Roman, Rock and Cody had that? agreement in the ring about not attacking Roman head on and sort of an unpredictable measure of attacking him and the rock kind of coming in blind as he's trying to align with him to kind of work this angle as if the rock is a muscle for Roman only to mm-hmm. you have a him a little, little, little swerve coming little <laughs> swerve coming to solidify Ooh. Cody when it, and, and listen Could the, the same the same recipe of Roman winning all the time now is a little bit deferred because he has the rock in his corner. He may not need solo no more, but the rock doesn't accurate. He doesn't uh, uh, the swerve. He, I don't think he's going to stay aligned the entire time, which could possibly lean for a, Rus- a, a SummerSlam match down the line. But could the rock be playing infiltration right now? Right, right, could right. He- <laughs> getting, getting behind enemy lines. He very well could be. Hell, we got two, we got two months to explore all that. I, I gotta jump in the chat here really quick because uh, Marley yeah. Colbert here, he he booked a hell of a match here. Cody, Seth, and Jay versus Rock, Roman, and Jimmy. So you got the Usos on opposite sides. We got something for Seth to do. We got Rock and Roman together. I mean, I doubt Rock's gonna be doing many matches, but man, that is a hell of a <laughs> six man tag right there with the Bloodline against uh, Cody and some folks to back him up right there. Easy money for Perth. Don't need to have any of those line, any of those titles on the on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my, my last thing really quickly about uh, all of that is um, I was not buying that the Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania is the biggest match of, of WrestleMania of all time. It, it just no, it, it's it, it's not. It hasn't built to that. Yeah, sure, on the entertainment side, it's a big deal, eh. but not wrestling side not the storyline side and you could throw the bloodline stuff in there in the powerpoint presentation he gave hey was Nia Jax on there i was looking for yes. a name <laughs> yes okay. Was okay. okay cool 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 um jamal you what was what sort of just with the developments of the night all the possibilities the swerves that could potentially unfold this new alliance that could actually be legitimate with the bloodline the new bloodline uh what, what, what sort of your thoughts on that on that note yeah, here's where I don't care. So you have uh, you have the bloodline, and you have uh, Seth Rollins. Poor Seth Rollins lost in all of this. Um, you know he's going to have to find something to do. WrestleMania is still two nights, and for the next two months, uh, you expect me to hold on to the coattails of whether or not I want Cody to finish the story, <clears throat> or yes, <laughs> Roman does, or The Rock just casually walks in. Uh, as far as I'm concerned with The Rock, uh, he needs to prepare for football because the UFL season starts the, uh, April, uh, right around corner. March 30th. Yep. Isn't WrestleMania the 31st? Yeah. No, right. no, no, no. April 6th. So April 6th. April 6th. Oh, so April we got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's all I care about. Um, that's number one. Oh, my God. Um, number two, baseball. Number three, it's like 
the most interesting story in WWE to me, honestly, is what Bailey does with the uh, with her Royal Rumble win, because you do have other factors going into with Charlotte coming out, um, and then of course you know that's kind of the a thing that's been lost in the shuffle because of the Rock. The Rock is what seven hundred years old. I'm not saying that he can't go. I'm not saying he doesn't look the part. But do I need to see another Rock match? I don't. Do I need to see any Roman uh, Roman Reigns match ever? No, I don't. Um, and, is, and if Cody, should he finish the story? Well, he lost last year. So as far as I'm concerned, he finished the story already. It was an L. <laughs> Jamal and I, Roger. It's so, safe to say we won't be seeing you watch WrestleMania this year. Oh, no. I, I, will, I will literally be in a baseball stadium because it's open a weekend <laughs> that weekend. Um, but, no, I, 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 I don't care. Um, then that's just that's just for me, and I understand where it's just like, how can you? It's the biggest you know thing. This is an this is probably and as this is more on the sports entertainment side than it is a wrestling side. I don't yeah. think that Roman Reigns is capable to give me the wrestling match that I want to see if we're talking high profile wrestling action. Full stop. With that said, though, as far as who I want to pick. You're picking between a guy that hasn't done it in a, in a while, the guy that doesn't do it very often, and the guy that allows to the guy that doesn't do it very often. And I'm supposed to care about that. This is supposed to be high drama. UFL starts March 30th. Let's go. Go <laughs> hey, Birmingham we, Stallions. Uh, Will and Marcellus, who possibly could care here. What was the chances that Roman called out Seth on that stage? Did you ever think it? No, I did. it never came across my mind. Yeah, uh, no, there's there's, there's bigger, bigger stuff in play here. Yeah, bigger, bigger stuff, stuff in play. In play. One and we got, we got to keep Seth off by himself because that's Drew McIntyre's business. Drew McIntyre yeah. going to take care of Seth Rollins now that CM Punk got out of the picture. That's what yeah, I want to see as far as and, that and, goes. And again, this is why, like, you know, and I, I, I'm not just trying to say it only happens in the UFC, but again, you put all the champs on, on stage and belts in front of them and you, you see the players and you, you give open mics. I, I, why not Roman? You unified the title before. Why not call Seth out? You know why not add that drama, that tease, that extra level of unpredictability? Sure, it doesn't make sense in terms of the storylines, but why aren't the champion? If you're the top dog, like this is what I started to um really start to disengage. What is your beef with the Rock? Why did you pit him? You know, and then it's two heels instantly. You you can tell that the heel was coming out of. Well, is of, the Rock um, a heel, or are fans just wanting Cody? So, it, it, I mean, he's, I think he's a heel now, Cody, and he had to go with it. So, it, obviously, you know, calling them Cody's crybabies is going to obviously not endear him or fans. But it's yeah. still to the point where it's just like, well, if that's what they're going to give me, let's go with it. Yeah, Hollywood Rock, here he comes. Yeah, and now uh, my, my kid said the Rock is going to be all over TV, uh, sports TV in the next couple of months. A grand marshal for Daytona 500, UFL coming up in March. You're entirely right there. I, I mean, I, I'm just saying, why not go after the next prize? I'm sure he calls it the second place, but why not? You 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 had two belts before, and I'm not again. I'm not saying this should happen, but I'm saying really build up as you are the top person going after That's the Rock scary. means nothing. To I me, swear to all the gods that are listening, if they unify the unified unified title, I do not. I do not. I do not. I do not. I do not want them to unify the titles. I just want the top person in the that WWE. Build, that belt better be seven hundred pounds if they unify. <laughs> but but Jamal, you used to say it all the time. If you're not going after the belt, then what are you doing? And that's my thing. If you're not going after the title, even in every other sport, people jump weight classes. To go after another right. title, no one except for Floyd Mayweather decides who's out there for a paycheck. Marley's <laughs> got it. Our guy Marley's got it right here. Roman made it clear he does not look at Seth's title as as a, a equivalent title. It's a waste it's of time. The, it's the Roman B team said title. We've been saying this is the you know the Junior League Championship consolation prize. Yeah. I guess to everything I said, it just only makes Seth Rollins being on that stage. That's an L. It just doesn't. It just. Right. No, for him in this situation, yes, he did not come out of this situation looking good. Right, yeah. he did not. Uh, he literally came out there and said, "Hey guys, I have a belt too." And they literally what about me? Yeah, they absolutely <laughs> laughed at him. And Roman said that he took his wife's shoes to walk to work today. Yeah, you know. So, so. Be- before we get to our our half here, so what are we buying with this 
alliance now with the bloodline. The bloodline 2.0, we'll call it the rock. It's saying if you talk about his family, you talk about my family, it's our family, it's all the same blood. We are family. for everybody. Um, where do we go with this? Where do we truly go with this? We have uh elimination chamber, and then do we have anything else between that? No, no, no. That, and then WrestleMania. But I'll say this one one thing that I think that could break the ice of this, that could bring clarity of where this goes, is a person that did not speak tonight. And I think this person could really open up a can of worms with a great promo, and you just need him and Cody by himself, and that's Paul Heyman. I think Paul Heyman can be an X factor in this whole story, and I think depending on what he does can open to where this thing may go. I think I'm the surprised Paul Heyman is, wasn't on that chart. Yeah, I think the interesting thing <laughs> is, um, I, and I hate to give WWE credit for it, but they are actually smart. We're listening to the crowd and then pivoting and going with it. I don't think The Rock, when he came in, realized that he was going to that, that this crowd would be so decisive. He I tried. don't think he realized that you know the, the this wave that Cody's been on was going to be so overwhelming, and they had to pivot. And normally WWE would just say, "I think I hear you, and I don't care. Keep so you're full steam ahead at all costs." Yeah. And, and and good on them for taking that energy and, and pivoting and moving in a slightly different direction. Uh, whether this was the plan all along and they anticipated it or not, uh, it doesn't seem that way. So I gotta give them gotta give the devil the due for that. With that said, though, how can they keep the momentum over the next couple of months? How do they keep the momentum through the pay per view, through uh, you know the next few shows? Uh, you know, it, oh, because when is uh, Elimination Chamber? Um, end of the month. Yeah, 20, 20, two, two weeks, weeks, two weeks, yeah, six or eight for something you know, like that. So, so right. So that means it's like six weeks between that show and WrestleMania. So how do they do that? How do they keep the energy up? Because again, you have all these things and all these questions that people are, are you know, burning their Cody word shirts online or burning their rock shirts online because you know how people do. Yeah. <laughs> but then what if some devastating news comes out that, brings down the morale in this the Vince McMahon thing. That is yeah. something that will not go away. And that will absolutely play a part in the overall festivities of the event, whether regardless of whether or not you choose to look on the bright side. The one thing that that I do find interesting about all of this is that there seems to be a debate as to what the Royal Rumble winner gets to do. Roman gets to pick. The Rock got to pick. Cody said no. Where is who's the wrong Adam Pierce? Yeah, what who's Triple H? Where are they on all of this? They could have easily come out and squashed this and say, nope, Cody won. Them's the rules. It doesn't matter what you say. You don't you can't, there is no line to jump because Cody won. Now, if Cody faces the rock at, at Elimination Chamber for the right to, interesting, but that's not what they did. So I don't know why they have this pissing match in general when this is an HR issue. Get him out there, be a general manager, <clears throat> and get it done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there should definitely be some very concrete rules here. Like Roman cannot call his shot by the means of the Royal Rumble and the reward of the Royal Rumble. It's, it's foolishness. Yeah, get some get some order in there, authority figures. Right. Uh, Will or, or Suss, anything you want to add before we get to our break? I'm good on this one. Stay tuned, folks. We just getting started. <laughs> Clearly we are. All right, folks, so on that note. We'll be back in a second. We come back. We always like to hit the independence for a minute without any spotlight and more news because seems like we have confirmation of where Mercedes Mornay is landing. Be back in a moment. If you're looking to expand your podcast reach, your website reach, as well as your social media branding, visit BigGoldBelt.com for sponsorship and advertising opportunities. Big Gold Belt Media is the golden standard for all of your media needs. We offer pre-roll and mid-roll ad spots, on-air host reads done by yours truly, Damien G, on audio as well as video platforms. For inquiries, please email BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for more information. Again, that's BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for your inquiries for your business. Big Gold Belt Media, wrestling, movie, comics, and more. The Golden Standard. All right, all right, all right. And as I promised, once we come back from the break, we hit the indies for the indies spotlight. Jamal, this on you. Yep. So this week we're going out to beautiful Hendersonville, Tennessee, which is uh, in the Nashville suburbs to the north. 
uh, for FXE Wrestling presents Crush Live. Uh, that's February 18th at the Bluegrass Yacht and Country Club. That's 550 Johnny Cash Parkway. That's how you know you're in Tennessee when you try to take and make a charm down Johnny Cash Parkway. <laughs> but, uh, it's in Hendersonville. Uh, doors open at 4.30 Central Time. Uh, Bell, uh, no, actually, doors open at 4. Uh, show starts at 4.30. Uh, it looks like it's going to be an interesting show. Uh, you know, I, I, XXE Wrestling is one of those training academies, you know, out there in the, the mid-Tennessee area. So a lot of good names have come through there. Uh, looks like an interesting show. It's February 18th, Bluegrass Yacht and Country Club out there on Johnny Cash Parkway in Hendersonville. You can get tickets, fxewrestlingnetwork.com. Uh, you, know, you can click on the big banner that says Crush Live. And, of course, if you're out there in the greater Nashville, Hendersonville, Clarksville, Central Tennessee, Memphis, the moon, I don't care where you are, but where you need to be is FXE Wrestling. Crush Live, February 18th, 4 o'clock. And that's uh, in Central Time also. That's very important because if you're driving through the area, time zone does change quickly on you. Uh, so that's 4 o'clock Central Time. Uh, it's Hendersonville, Tennessee, outside of Nashville. And that's the Indie Spotlight for this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, do we have any more y'all want to talk about with it with this uh this 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 kickoff show? I I I think uh there's a lot well, and, and and I mean there, there, there these... is there is a lot. Um I think the biggest like one of the biggest surprises to me is that they actually got the T-Mobile Arena. Um <laughs> because saying. I thought I did think that they were gonna be in the convention center or something like that, maybe Mandalay. I didn't even know they were in Vegas, uh, because when I saw the ribbon. I was confused and I thought like, damn, oh, they must be a SmackDown, wherever SmackDown is this week, because they're clearly in an arena. Uh, you can yeah. see that they have the ribbon set up, but the stage looks weird. Well, how are they going to do that? Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, what time's it in? Eight o'clock. Oh, well, that's that's weird. Oh, it's Thursday. Oh, shit. Well, where, where is this happening here? Right. Um, but for them to be able to do that and then fly to wherever SmackDown is. The um, just shows that how important marketing is, even for WWE. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how big of a company you are. You still have an opportunity to reach the people. And God damn it, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Yep. This was yep. this was definitely a Nick Khan special of we're going to go to the city the Super Bowl's in because all the media will be there. We're going to set up shop and just here you go. Because otherwise, the WrestleMania press conference, WrestleMania kickoff should have been in Philadelphia. This right. was clearly calculated to be like biggest weekend of the year for sports. Oh, we got a little something for you. We want to let you know WrestleMania is coming. Oh, here's The Rock. So you right. know, get everyone over here to check. But this I also out. think that this is a have footprints of and handprints of Endeavor as well, um, mm. you know, because this it was definitely like a MMA, boxing, UFC type of a press event, and yep. whatever press were there were fine. But WWE has never really acknowledged the press. They've only gone on in their bubble in their world until really AEW started doing post post match scrums. It's so the it, Cody. It's the Cody recipe that the philosophy that definitely came with him. Without sure. a doubt, I mean the media calls, the press conferences afterwards yeah. is definitely followed That's, Cody. So that was not really in their wheelhouse up until very recently, and mm -hmm. now you know merging with uh, in, you know Endeavor and TKO to form TKO. Uh, you know we're definitely seeing of that style of branding because you're absolutely right. Why would you promote a show that's two months down the road for an hour? 3,000 miles away from where the show is. Yeah. Make it make it's, sense. Oh, it's Super Bowl weekend in the city where the place is. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and and, and they're right. I, I talked to Will before the show. I mean, they definitely tapped into their, their marketing and promotion budget for this, and it was the right thing to do. First of all, it's a huge flex, as we have not said the word, but it's a huge flex to say we got the T-Mobile Arena Super Bowl weekend, all yep. of the major press is already in town. They, it's, I know it's Thursday, but they've been working press for about for the last two since weeks. Monday. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. those folks are there. And hey, Rock, can, hey, uh, Pat McAfee, hey, can y'all call y'all ESPN, y'all blah, blah, blah. Come right down Get the street. Get them in here. Come, we're right here. Oh, doors are open. We'll give them access and so on. I've just read on Twitter from Nick Kausman that they denied most of the media and press access. I'm going to say that it felt they, they probably did uh, deny they most did. of most of the us. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, they were uh, looking mainstream. They wanted uh, the big the big name the folks big from around the world that were in town for Vegas. Right. That, let's let me say this. ESPN uh, in every channel, every location. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I'll say this, just the way you guys are talking, that's how the uh, the internet is, is buzzing right now. You got reactions. You had a big promo. It was successful. And don't forget that SmackDown's tomorrow, which is Roman's show, which Rock may be on there. Cody may be on yeah. there. It's yeah. going to feed right into that, and this is where we are. WrestleMania yeah. season. And like you even said, build on the Super Bowl, which is the biggest event this week. Let's move yeah. it into WrestleMania where you have nonstop talking about WWE. Thousand percent. That's how, and to Jamal's point, that's how we got to keep the momentum going. You yeah. got to make sure every show is hitting on all cylinders. I even like and want to tip the hat to Punk on commentary oh, and, yeah. and Big E. They added a level of energy yeah, that I got really you like invested into it. Wait, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is going to sound crazy. Maybe not. I'm sorry. You're going to have to take a look at some of those other folks that they've been using, such as like the Sams, and and, and get the Big E's and get yep. the, the Punks. Get these folks that, and, and while they do serve a, a good purpose, the energy that's that 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 I know what it feels like. Energy is what they're going to need on commentary at all time. When Punk talks about like, listen, you got him in the mouth. Regardless if you know the stories or not, you believe that because you're like, yeah. oh, that that guy's been to the top, and Big yeah. E's been to the top. I get it. We we yeah. we we're going to buy into that. So it's going to be a lot of that to do. But um, I think to Will's point earlier, and this is my last comment is. Under the TKO brand, everybody can learn from one another right now in terms of building the momentum to these big shows, press conferences, uh, uh, something in, in, in equivalent to weigh-ins, uh, multi-city press runs, um, do the thing, hitting on the synergy of other events. You know, I'm not sure what else big sports-wise is coming up that they could use. Um, the UFL, you got to uh, market yeah. on that. March Big Madness, deal. Uh, Daytona Every, 500, March, Indy 500, yep. you know, UFL, yep. um, you know, uh, basketball all-star game has got to be soon. They yeah, got to yeah. do some big rollout in Philly since Philly's where WrestleMania you gotta, is going to be. Yeah, because yep. Philly's right now the, the, is the bomb of the barrel in terms of the relevancy. No one cares about Philly. I was. This is what well, I said to good, you earlier. Any day. any day. Nobody cares about Philly. Or any day. Every no, day of the year. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. And, and and it feels like it's already a foregone thing because we were so much predicting that the announcement of Vegas, which did not happen tonight. Did not. Did not. I'm sure they're but, talking to people while they're there this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're seeing oh, they're everything that's set the up deal. right now. Oh, yeah. oh Nick, Nick Khan had no fun in the last three days or two days. <laughs> He's all work right now. But, <clears throat> again, Philly, they're going to have to build up Philly. They're going to have to build up. The tickets are sold, but they're going to have to build up the aesthetic the place to be, you know, to run in those small businesses and everybody else that's going to be able to uh, the, 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 the benefit from this. They're going to have to do all that work to make that the place to go. Marcella says it all the time. We like New Orleans because everything's right there. Right there. You're not, you're not, get, you're not walking around Philly. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Spo- spoiler alert. No. You're not walking around Philly, nope. whether you think logistically it works. Or if you know what There's I know. Unless you love a summer. parking lot enthusiast, there is nothing there um, on, on Broad Street and Patterson Avenue. There ain't nothing there for you. Uh-uh. Anyway, let's, let me move on. And shout out to all the wrestlers that showed up today. They did a, a really good job of working the stage um, and 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 um, bringing the excitement to yeah. it. Um the news now, AEW, big business was just announced by Tony Khan as his next big announcement, which was partially spoiled by not a reporter or journalist, but by the goddamn TD Bank Arena itself. <laughs> they had to put out the show pretty early. So Tony Khan um, and two Tony, Tony Khan um, promoter uh, um, like, he still sold it as the big deal. Big business, their next um, themed television show i'll never understand that i'll there never is a lot why a huge announcement is a show announcement yeah and 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 it's i an extra it's a very special episode of dynamite it <laughs> is and the reason I, I i said the thing same thing last night and the reason why he does this is, is to drive ticket sales because now it's a big deal you know what it's a ex shoe head sneaker head and and sellers, you'll know too. Yep. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you two used to collect shoes, but you know, uh, the moment you put a name on a shoe, oh, the hype beast goes crazy. And I think it may be the same logic of him saying, "This ain't just the dynamites right here. These are the new big businesses." And everybody's, <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I, I got to cop that. But obviously, we know what else is looming behind that because the rumor has it 
And it seems to be very much confirmed that Mercedes Monet is headed to AEW. We're starting right there with that, which you will. Mercedes in Boston, mm-hmm. her hometown, right. AEW. Seems like the ink is already dried on the paper. Do you like it? Do you think this is confirmed? Do you have any reasons to think that this is not happening? I would think it's got to be happening because if you look at the graphic they put out for AEW Big Business on the actual TD Bank Garden building off to the left of the logo, it says Boston and it's spelled B-O-S-S-T-O-N. They're putting the the damn Easter eggs out there front and center. This is when CM Punk debuted in Chicago all over again, where they're they're winking at you. They're nudging you. They're saying everything they can possibly say short of saying Mercedes is here, but it's happening. They, They wouldn't be going this far with it if it wasn't a done deal. The big question for me is we've talked about this women's division forever. So is this finally the ingredient? Is this finally the moment where things get took into the next level? Because Tony's playing with fire here. We know about the crew. We know about her fan base. And they are not going to accept nothing less than her being featured in a very prominent position. So these nine tw- these uh, 9 o'clock, 9.20, one match week on Wednesday nights... I don't know that's going to cut it. <laughs> so we in for some interesting times ahead. But yes, mm-hmm. Wednesday, March 13th, big business. I think it's pretty much definite. Mercedes is uh, showing up in Boston to kick things off in some form. I'm conflicted. I'm okay. conflicted because I'm not sure if I care about this or not. <laughs> mm. that's, that's, fair. The first, that's the 2024 exclusive right there I'm not sure if I care <laughs> but, 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 but with that said here's why I don't care so you have uh, you know the rumors and I hate the rumors either it's confirmed or it's not and if it's not confirmed then I don't care whether Sasha Banks or Mercedes uh, shows up, I almost called her Mercedes Martinez whether Sasha Banks <laughs> or Mercedes Bournet shows up the reason why I don't care is because she still has to play in that women's division it's not just Mercedes that she's not going to save the division by herself. They need to bring Athena up. They need to get Billy Starks, you know, uh, you know, ready. They need to bring in uh, all the Japanese talent because Stardom is in a yeah. Stardom is in a pickle. Yeah. You know, Baker, they need to capitalize Baker, on that. They need to get Baker still the there. Board. Who? Britt Baker still there? Yeah, Britt Baker still there, but her back uh, is broken from carrying that damn division for two yeah, and a half nah. years. Jamie and Hayter Jamie? needs to come back. Um, you know, Tony Storm is doing the best work she's done in years, but again, it's, it's not just her. It, it has to be everybody has to step it up. And this is also the question too: uh, if you're expecting WWE Sasha Banks, you're not going to get that because that's not what you got in Japan. But then, what you got in Japan wasn't really what we expected either. So, I wasn't the biggest fan of her after she left NXT. To be honest with you. And then, you know, her WWE run was fine. Goes to Japan. I don't know how I can get excited about her specifically coming back and assuming that it's going to make Sky Blue better. That's not (laughs) how that works. I mean, it's... I I want... Like, the optimist in me is going to... Is thinking that this is going to be a, a big moment and could be the catalyst that turns it all around. Or she could be the female CM Punk. Now, again, that depends on Khan. Because I truly believe that Punk was brought in to be the veteran guy to give the young guys you know, a, a, a head in the roster. However, everybody's kind of seasoned. And, and, you know, if you've been doing it for 10 years, you're not going to learn too many more things from CM Punk. Well, Sasha Banks has been a name for the past you know, 10, 15 years. What mm-hmm. could she possibly teach someone like Anna Jay or Sky Blue that's going to make them phenomenally better? What is she going to give Ruby Soho or Willie Knight, Willow Nightingale that's going to make them better? Is that even something that she wants to do? Uh, you know, be a locker room leader. So it, it's it's obviously all of those things are up in the air. But when it really comes down to it, the thing that we're going to see on TV is a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. And honestly... This ain't impact. 
And that that's that's why it's really hard for me to get excited about this. I, I would I would be more excited if she were going there. Yeah. And, and that and, well, and I'll and I'll they're, they're in turmoil too, possibly, but well, that's a yeah. different problem. But it ain't the women's division. Jamal, you hit the nail on the head of what my points were going to be because I, I really was going to say, yes, you can have a big name to come to your company, but if you don't have people to compete with her or you don't have the people to battle or push that name they're up there. to push the other people. Oh, they're, they're there. <laughs> don't worry about I, that. I don't think they're going to be booked properly, though. I, I really don't. I, I you, just don't have the And you don't even have to division. think that because this, this already proven to put in that there, there's no confidence that that's a certainty, right? Now. Right. Like the first night, like it's going to be boom, big impact. Love to see you there. Mercedes Monet in Boston. The pop is going to be epic. But then you got to follow up with something the next week. And then you got to follow up with something up the next week. And I don't know if they can consistently do that for her. Where one, will she even be consistently on TV every week? Or will you have something for her to do every week? Um, Jamal, you really hit it on the head for a lot of my points. And I was just, you know, going to end it with that. But um, I'm, I'm excited to see her. Uh, I want to see her do well. I want to see her continue to bloom to be one of the best women in wrestling of all time. But is that going to happen in AEW? I don't. It's going to end up back in WWE at some point where that's going to be the epic uh, conclusion to her story, no pun intended, about what she needs to do to make sure she solidifies herself to be that greatest of all time. Go ahead, Will. I mean, here's the thing. No matter how they use her, is she the ingredient that can finally get more time invested in that damn women's <laughs> that division? Is, can, that can, is can we get question. Can we get to two matches now on a show? Because no, if one of them is going to be her. Yeah, what year is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> if one of them is going to be her. So say they bring her in and she's feuding with Tony Storm for the title right off the bat. Uh, and Okay, that's the one segment. There's your one match. There's your one thing. Yep. Rest of the division now is dead in the water. Because they're the, the, the that's it. They get the one segment. So is, is she going to at least get us to a match an hour, please? I mean, the way I'm looking at it is like, if it's ever going to happen, if Tony's ever going to invest that time in the division, this is it. If he's not going to do it here for her, it ain't going to happen. No. Mercedes Monet has to be it. This is the perfect storm of he's got to step it up now. And otherwise, if he doesn't, that's it. I mean, he might as well just fold the division if he doesn't. Just don't bother with it because clearly yeah. it's not a priority if he's not going to do it for her to get her in I, there. Jamal, before you re rebuttal, <laughs> I just want to say all the names that you named in AEW, you have to really tip your hat at the woman who has been putting in this work uh, for almost nothing that they're being given and it's it's crazy and, and and while there is a measure of respect for ring of honor it's crazy that athena is not on television every single day easy, easily access uh, you have to go search through the dark web you might have to get on x jeeves <laughs> to find <laughs> athena he's still, he's still alive she she oh, she yeah. she, uh -huh. she might be on cliff notes at this rate because oh you're bringing me back to high school now. wow <laughs> The Do IRC I keep going? chat room somewhere. Angel Fire to download a thing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Paywall right. honor is steep. Is Limewire Lime going to be next? You're damn right. She's on Limewire. As a, I got Kazar ready to go. Kazar, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh no! It is a shame. And so with that, it's just hard. To, it's hard for me to think. Well, Thina lacks nothing. We knew that. She so so. You bring in Mercedes, and she is easily your biggest star just because of the brand she has. But that doesn't still measure for the recipe to success. I mean, shout out to Jay Cargill today, working the press conference right now in Vegas. Also just had a commercial. Yeah. Um, yep. Star talent, star power. And Mercedes doubles or maybe triples that, you know, for everything that she's done. So that tells me if you couldn't handle Jade... You're telling me that you're just going to just all of a sudden get it right with somebody that is bringing in three or four times the capacity? I don't know. So I think there's a legitimate problem both in the ring and out of the ring because Mercedes, the biggest thing is, and I was going to ask this initially, well, who's the biggest winner in this in this scenario? And it's clearly AEW because they get a star. But it's not for her. She gets a check. I do. Her brand doesn't grow from this at all. There's 
unless I get the platform, that's for sure. Not at all. Unless there's some type of verbiage in there where she's able to still have all of her life and collect this as a check on the side, then so be it. I mean, fine. I think everybody should do community service at some point in their life. But I mean, I just don't see how this is legitimately a, a move that enhances her for everything that we know her to be. She goes to AEW. She works. She, she excuse me. She was to go to WWE. You instantly start to think about the television deal that they're going to give her with Hulu. And and please note, Hulu show with Martez and Bianca. That doesn't seem like that's a show that they want multiple seasons of the same talent. That seems like they're looking to move to different folks down the line just because of how it's branded. Love and WWE, this. So anyway, you have the Hulu deal. You have the NBC Universal deal. You have the Netflix deal. You have seven bucks right there with The Rock. There's a lot that you can do outside of that. Just on that alone, you look at Mercedes, you like, I instantly need to do something with her. I don't think they can handle it in the same capacity. And tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm just ranting ridiculously here. I just don't see it. I think the big thing that happened with her in WWE is just there wasn't a spot for her to fit in right now in a top position just because they are so crowded with women right now. Mm-hmm. And they have and hell and they just brought it Bianca too. So it's like they have new faces they're ready to plug in that are in the mix. You got your Baileys, you got, you know, Rhea killing everything. You got Becky, you got all the stuff going on with Nia Jax, you got Charlotte with a knee injury, it could be back, you know, any damn time. They and of course another factor with Sasha there when she was there is she's done it all. She's main event WrestleMania, she's climbed the highest mountain there. So for her to come back to WWE, it was just going to be a, the, the, the spot wasn't there. I think that was the big problem. It's just the spot wasn't there. So AEW definitely has a spot for her, mm-hmm. but the trick is going to be utilizing her. And just, that's the problem. Cause we, how many people have we seen come over as the shiny new toy? And within a month, they're just another face. I mean, that's not something that's unique to her coming in. It's just got the added twist of it's the women's division on top of this, where it's an extra hurdle they got to climb. But yeah. the track record's rough for, for new faces that go in there. It just Where is she going to be two months from now, three months from now? And I don't know. I, I don't know. Also, I mean, I don't know. I think the other thing, too, I mean, look at Becky right now. She's not wearing the title but she's in a good position i think oh she's well she's i think they made it very clear that it's going to be her and uh oh rhea. yeah her and ripley her yeah. and rhea are going to be that's gonna be the wrestlemania match so becky's uh, in a prime spot it looks like. I, I mean you, you can say that but bianca's also in that elimination chamber too it it, it just isn't an easy given right Jay, there that's you know? her name all over it jay's in that too i mean sure but i mean do you i i don't want the jade and bianca match i don't think you have to feel it feels too early for that definitely definitely not uh tag them though tag them bianca hasn't done tag that's, so. what, that's what i would like to see give them a tag run first and then you, you do that match with me next year at mania yeah mm. yeah so i don't know we'll see if mercedes is to come out we'll see what that reaction is like um and and hopefully this is the true moment the turning the, the turning of the page where we start to see two matches and 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 certainly enough the world deserve the, the hard work and the world deserve moments that these women in the AEW roster deserve so two matches is not a big ask it really it's not. isn't it's <laughs> but not. some for some reason it is apparently well two matches yeah. and five hours of tv yeah <laughs> <laughs> and god knows if anybody know we're on we're on earth is carmen san diego or athena please let us know because you and your throwbacks today man my god (laughs) it's also a thing too and i just remember it you gotta remember that she's debuting in march aew gets ripped apart because of march madness so that's right yeah so they are going to have to strategically bring her in obviously everybody has the date set of march 13th but as the tournament goes on and Dynamite gets preempted, Rampage gets preempted, um, they're going to have to use her just very carefully because yeah. either people are going to miss it, or uh, you know they're going to, you, or they're just going to have an opportunity to not have it uh, cohesive enough because Absolutely. the problem it has been the booking, it's been the consistency, 
it's been not enough. Uh, and real quick before we get out of here, I just want to ask one question because, Will, it reminds me of what you said about Adam Page when CM Punk came in. Right. Well, if Page is on his way up and Punk comes in, where does Page go? And we saw right. what it looked like. Now, yeah. if Sasha Banks comes in, uh, Mercedes Monet comes in, and let's say the Sky Blue, who was on the way up, like for whatever yeah. reason, she's on the way up. What oh, happens to a person like her? What happens it's to a person a like Tay Conti? What happens to a person like Ruby Soho? <laughs> um, you know, down the card. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> there is a way to XT. So, you know, it's you can't go lower than Rampage, but that's kind of the problem. Yeah. Short of Tony Storm and the dentist, who are probably safe, <laughs> everyone else. Take a peg down. Well, I would say Hater. Hater's got to be coming back soon. Yeah, yeah it's got to gotta be. Yeah. 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 I so mean, you can't even have... people like Rio, too, is like, what are you, you, you going to do with them? Who instantly makes uh, gets the crowd going anytime she's nuclear hot and they just can never keep the acceleration on her, you know? Yeah. Um, I know we're at our, our mark, but I definitely want to take one quick moment to mention the Scott DeMore firing at Impact. Uh, wrestling where excuse me tna where it looks like anthem has uh made a decision from above to have now more control over the brand uh, we talked so much about the women's division and it's undeniable of what uh tna slash impact have been doing with their women division for many years um and 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 i think you can even quickly nod at jordan grace and the, the deal that they worked with WWE and Jordan Grace went out there and I don't know, everybody's using the pun. So I'll just say it, make an impact. Ah. Um, but I, I think uh, the biggest consensus of that is that these impact women and, and Trinity, Naomi, the same, they're working at 150%. They were outworking that women's Royal Rumble to the point that, you know, everyone knows and very much is aware that they had to tone it down a little bit. With this decision, Scott Demore, who's been a huge advocate for them, everybody's been giving their giving him their praise about their career development and what he's done for that locker room. What is your thoughts, reactions, predictions to the future of TNA with this announcement? Hootie and the boys are back, and it doesn't seem like it's a joking matter this time. Will, what do you got? It, it's really concerning with the way that relaunch just happened and it went yeah. so well and Jordan's appearance on the Royal Rumble. Um, this throws everything into a lurch. It's like yanking the rug out from under everything. So as excited I have, as I have been about that relaunch and has thought they had really good momentum going, now it's like it's like it's like they took the foot off the gas and I don't know what to expect now because this, this guy has taken over is an unknown commodity. It's just some guy that works at Anthem. So... It, it's a wild card now. I have no idea. It's it's very concerning to me because they they were they were doing really well. TNA the relaunch I thought was really awesome, and now yeah. I don't know what to expect from it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The long story of it is for me is that um, I I, I kind of feel that this is like losing your offensive coordinator or your defensive coordinator or something mm. like that. Uh, it's not the head coach. Uh, the 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 show has a program that they're going to follow. They have a way forward that they're going to follow, and I think with or without Demore, they're going to they're going in a direction. Uh, Anthem obviously saw it to make a change, and that's the timing's interesting, of course. But the writing was on the wall, on the wall, and the word is that Demore was not surprised um, at the result. Now, the real thing, the reason why I say it's like an offensive coordinator being uh, let go is because that's the thing that you hear about in the news. But if the team is winning, you don't really care who's actually calling the plays. You don't really care. Uh, you know, nobody gives a shit who the offensive tackle is or, you know, or who's playing center. You know, nobody really cares about the nuts and bolts as long as the product is doing well. And that's going to be the question. Will this be the thing that uh, sends TNA uh, into a different uh, direction? Or will this be uh, different than Demora's vision? Or will this be the thing that propels them into the next plan? This could be step one of a five-step process that gets them on TV in a major way on a on a weekday night. And he's not a part of that process. So obviously we'll have to watch and see what happens. But uh, we don't know what it looks like. We, we know what it looks like with him. We don't know what it looks like without him. And I'm interested to see what happens next. 
And for me, I would say, you know, just very quickly, um, you made a sports reference about losing a coordinator. I'm going to make a movie reference. It's like mm -hmm. you about to go on a strike or hiatus and one of your top lawyers that you had to try to get you back to work as soon as possible is now not there. And now you're going to have a delay where is this delay going to hurt the momentum you had with that name brand or name rebranding about what it could be with TNA wrestling. And right now, I don't know how this news is going to affect, you know, the talent trying to come in, how they're trying to build up the program. I'm, I'm really unsure. Um, it's a wait, once again, to be continued, which I am about a lot of things right now. I'm going to wait and see how it plays <laughs> out. But I am not really excited. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you took the... You took the very high level analogy there. I thought you were just going to simply say the writer's strike. I'm going to make a movie reference about <laughs> the lawyers. <laughs> All right, then. You know, just the writer's strike. It's where I would have went with it. It was like, yeah, you can have an amazing season, good ratings and so on, but the writer's strike occurred, and it, it obviously put a lot of shows in a crippling uh, state of if the network was going to renew it, if they couldn't get the deal in time and in terms of the programming and the scheduling and so on and major shows such as heels on stars, um, felt consequence oh, wow. to that. So, um, it's, it's really hard to tell what's going to happen with, um, with TNA. Um, but apparently, uh, they gotta go to TV, man. I mean, like, I mean, in a, in a major way, I don't, I don't give a shit who's running the show. If they're yeah. not on live TV on a weekly basis, then they're spitting in the wind. Yeah, last comment, too, for the night, too. Myron Kidd said, the decision may have been a death nail on TNA as the people in charge of Anthem are known to be penny pitchers. And that was my point. For everything that TNA slash Impact has ever represented in terms of their resilience and somehow, some way, refusing to die, this could be is this could be something that could be leading down that path of uh of eternal darkness for them and the culture because a lot of they um uh, what's his name Tommy Dreamer held a, a meeting apparently that said if anybody wants to come from out of their contract because of this then then we then they're they're willing to discuss it uh with certain uh, with certain names which I'm hearing rumored is Jordan Grace is not because you know some people they want to keep but that's I mean the culture would definitely the culture of that locker room would be in question the dominoes that could potentially fall after that would definitely be uh, worth watching, and we'll be here to talk about it. So, with that being said, the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast, we're live each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, but tonight we start late because of the WWE press conference. We wanted to make sure we got all of that entirety so we can cover it. Um, I just found out about something today that I should have been promoting a very long time ago. You can catch up with us and all of our news, all of our links, and all that other good stuff at BigGoBelt.com. You also can catch up with us live if you go to BigGoBelt.com slash live. It puts you right on our live show. Very easy oh. for you right there. So you don't have to look for Twitter or look for YouTube or anything. BigGoBelt.com slash live. And you're right there on the live show, right on the website with us there. Um, but with that being said, we will be back next week. Who knows what they're going to throw at us because, man, after tonight, <laughs> we're going to be back to work with a lot to cover each and every week. Uh, but for the folks that came in with us live, we definitely appreciate you all. And if you are listening to that podcast replay, definitely check us out live each and every Thursday. Be a part of that conversation. But until next week, folks, y'all be safe.